morning. Morning. Um, do we have any questions from yesterday, or um, how was your? Um, for those of you that went out uh, to dinner, uh, how was your dinner? Very pleasant. Where did you go? The Blue House. The Blue House, yes. That's the one that's on the water? Yes. yes. Okay. The, um, what's the other one they go to? The key, or the, the ships and... Um, did you have uh, traditional um, Scottish food? High, cal high calories, high fat? High carbohydrate, low nutrition. <laughs> huh? yeah, yeah. Glasgow has the highest. Uh, uh, Scotland is famous for two <coughs> reasons. A lot of reasons, uh, other than inventing uh, golf and William Wallace and a lot of stuff. But uh, Dundee is the AIDS capital of Europe uh, because of drugs. And uh, Glasgow is the heart attack capital of the world. They have, they have the highest uh, cholesterol and the shortest lifespan for a male, which I think is 55 or 56, of any other city in the world. And um, if you go to Glasgow, they're, uh, they're hardy, plump-looking people. You can just imagine them uh, in the movie, uh, uh, Braveheart, uh, running, screaming uh, across the fields, uh, or rolling across the fields to fight the English. Um, the, um, and they always give you uh, plenty of food, plenty of food. The, uh, the food uh, is uh, overlapping the plates, uh, so, um, so, so with a faint of heart that don't want to live too long, you, should, you can eat in Glasgow. I'm sure I get a lot of negative emails from YouTube about that. Um, today we're going to continue on um, with uh, the, the seven principles of uh, QLA that I developed uh, in hindsight looking back uh, 20 years ago. We're on now uh, still creating your personal foundation when it's getting comfortable with success. Um, and um, the, because unless you get comfortable with success, all the rest is just, um, I won't say useless, but it's certainly not, um, uh, will not result in a, a measurable uh, effect on your uh, lifestyle, your business, uh, your relationships. Now, uh, I have a couple of mentees, uh, long-term mentees, that say that QLA is better for losing weight than it is for uh, increasing their business uh, revenues, etc. <clears throat> I have a mentee that went from 335 pounds down to about 160 pounds using the same mindset. I've got a couple others, um, women, uh, oddly enough, that did the same, that lost 100, 150 pounds, using the um, getting comfortable with yourself, etc., uh, looking in the mirror and liking what you see as opposed to not liking what you see, and a lot of other stuff. The, uh, I'm not sure about that. I'm not here trying to sell it as a diet program. But I do know uh, there's a number of people that say that you use the same concepts about uh, personal foundation in your life, in your relationships, yada yada. Um, I haven't sold that. It's not going to be in my next book either. I don't imagine. <clears throat> but getting comfortable is important. 
Now today we're going to start uh, on the role play after lunch, role plays, and um, it's uh, it's apropos vis-a-vis -vis your comfort zone because some of you will be more comfortable talking, um, uh, pitching, selling uh, your idea either to a financial institution, uh, a lawyer, or an accounting firm uh, than others. Some of you will be uh, quite polished, in fact, some of you in this room I, I've seen before are quite polished at it and were pretty polished at it when you got here uh, the first time, uh, let alone the second or third time now that you've been to the seminar. Um, but um, as, as I've said early on, you only have one time to make a first impression. And when you go to see these um, uh, potential directors for your dream team or uh, financial institutions or professional accounting or uh, law firms, you only have one time to make a first impression. And if you show up like uh, Richard Branson, nothing against Richard, Richard, in a jogging suit, it's not going to make the same impression. And one of the things I, 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 I say when we're in this section of the uh, seminar, getting comfortable, many, many years ago, I had five mentees, and I used to call them the Mexican morons. And because they're all Hispanic, they all come from various uh, forms of, of the barrio in Los Angeles, or near Los Angeles, but they all managed to go to great schools. Uh, William and Mary, Harvard, Stanford, Berkeley. So they all somehow did something right. But then when they got out into the professional world, they started, because all those school, great schools do for you is they get you in the door. And then you've got to prove yourself. And uh, they uh, were going to have a negotiation on a Saturday morning. And they, uh, with uh, the principals and the accounting firm on the other side. I still remember who the accounting firm on the other side was. At that time, it was a big uh, eight accounting firm. It was Coopers and Library. It's now Pricewaterhouse. Coopers, one of the big four. And um, uh, they were going to show up, and I told them to show up. Uh, since they didn't have any offices, uh, they, I said, we'll show up at their office. And um, they make it uh, 8 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Most people like to sleep in on a Saturday morning, uh, myself included. But uh, uh, I don't normally know Saturday from Tuesday. But uh, So they showed up, and they all wore their suits. And a couple of them wore three-piece suits like I do, normally. Uh, and uh, I said, then they said, well, it's Saturday morning. We, you know, one of the guys said, well, isn't that going to make them feel uncomfortable? I said, yes! That's the whole fucking point. It's going to make them feel uncomfortable. So when I got there, one of the partners of Coopers and Library was in his tennis shorts and had a tennis sweater, and he looked like he just came out of GQ magazine. Another guy was wearing a golf outfit. And the principal was just wearing a pair of jeans. My five Mexican morons were wearing their little uh, business uniforms. And for the first 45 minutes, I wasn't there. For the first 45 minutes, um, they were apologizing for the way they were dressed. And I said, you're going to stay there until the deal is in principle agreed. And you write, sign some sort of letter of intent, memorandum of understanding, etc. And uh, I got a call about 11.30 and he said, one of the guys has got to be on the tee at 1 o'clock, tee box, play golf. I said, I don't care. Stretch it out, stretch it out, stretch it out. The closer you get to, to 1 o'clock, the higher the probability that the guy will cave and agree. So I got a phone call about 7.30, 8 o'clock that night and they were drunk. Uh, and uh, they were calling me from Albera Street. Albera Street is a very famous place in Los Angeles where you eat Mexican food. And it's cheap. And they were drinking margaritas and you know, et cetera. And they said, you're right, they're right. Uh, the guy at 1 o'clock stayed till 
stay till three because he could still get on the tenth uh, tee and meet his, his party. And uh, they caved uh, to virtually all our, uh, uh, our demands. And these are five young kids, the Mexican Warrens, well educated, but um, the, um, they had to put the other side on the back foot. You only have one time to make a first impression. And when, when I go to meetings, I'm not, this is the, second, the third, third day of the seminar? Third day of the seminar. Um, the uh, first day of the seminar, I was dressed in my uniform. When I met you guys the first night, I was dressed in my uniform, which is my bob watch and my three-piece suit. And um, the, uh, it, it can't be emphasized enough. The, and I know today they wear jeans, and today they wear blazers, etc. But if you don't show up that way, they're always going to look at you differently. Now, um, we're also, we've gone through the... Um, uh, we're going to go through the test today, uh, 16 questions, the success test, the pe pessimism test, and the optimism test. And as I told you, it only has about a 98 or so percent uh, correlation for success. Uh, we've already gone through your obituaries, and we've already gone through who you talk to on the phone. Um, so we're, we're, we're getting towards um, where we're preparing you to be in a position to be able to uh, talk to one another. And it's always interesting for me, because what I try to do is I try to put a rookie, Chip is pretty good at it, I, so I put a rookie with him, and then he beats up on a bank, or if he's the bank, they try to beat up on him. And, uh, and I kind of sit back as a moderator <clears throat> and um, to uh, make sure uh, no violence occurs. But um, you'd be surprised that some of the people uh, are better at this than you think, and some of the people that you think should be good at it aren't. But the, the end game is by the last day is you should all be pretty reasonable at it. Pretty reasonable at it so when you, you, you make your uh, first appointment. And one of the things that I've emphasized about dream teams is that even if you're good at it, is you practice when you're trying to get a guy on the dream team. Uh, like uh, Ricardo asked me yesterday, I believe it was, should I be formal with a guy or not formal with a guy? And I said, be formal, stay formal. He's uh, talking to a guy, a partner in one of the big accounting uh, firms, about being on the dream team. And uh, the, um, it will get less formal as it goes on. But in some cases, in Germany, it's always hair doctor. I mean, it stays hair doctor. You know, uh, hair means Mr. Doctor. Or, uh, and it just stays that way. Uh, occasionally, it, sh it shifts. Uh, I never call Klaus hair doctor, uh, but uh, he called me Mr. Penny for a long, long time. Uh, he calls me hesitantly Dan now, but I mean, uh, 16, 17 years later. So um, we're going to get comfortable <coughs> with the process, and uh, so by the time you go out, uh, uh, you'll, you'll be able to use it well. Now, for some of you that have already done some of these steps because you've been here before, I'll ask you to share how successful it was. For example, when Michelle moved to London last October from the seminar, directly from the seminar, and uh, I'll ask her to share how the Brits treated you, uh, or English for the most part, uh, treated her, uh, and uh, some of the questions they asked. And uh, like we've discussed here since we met on, on our personal time, the first night, I believe it was, or the second night, I told her that uh, some of the things that w were the concerns of her model, and uh, those concerns have come to fruition. <clears throat> so when I tell you I know 
you know, like I was reading your stuff again last night about the development you, you want to do, or you've already started, it's in the planning. Well, I've done that a, a jillion times, and so I know in different parts of the world, I know what some of the concerns some of the people are going to be, or not be, be have. And so, to take advantage of my experience, um, the, um, so you don't, you know, make the same mistakes. Okay, um, if there's no questions, well, <coughs> Ricardo, excuse me. <coughs> On the, the e-myth model of working on your business versus in your business, do Correct. You, I mean, is the goal for us to be working 100% of the time on the business? No, or, but or, we get to that, but 95% of the time, the CEO, the founder, should be looking for deals, new business ideas, transactions, and money. Not managing the business, and that's what when I Bavarian Bob over here, I beat him up about because he, he he doesn't trust anybody, and he's 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 smarter than most of the people he deals with. So it's not like he doesn't like turning over things that think people that can't do it as well as he can, and he can't find too many people to do it as well as he can. So he's he's got a dilemma. He's got a dilemma, and but, but those of you that are <clears throat> control freaks, it's a problem. There's no question about it. It's a problem. For those of you, I'm anal about certain things. I'm anal about my health, my blood, da da da. da. But about running business, I'm not that anal. Because the reason why I'm not that anal is because I know that whether we make a mistake or not, it's not the end of the world. For my health, I'm more anal because if I make a mistake, I maybe I'm dead. So I'm more concerned about my own personal uh, well-being than I am a business transaction because I know we can do another one. We can find another this, another that, and so it's not as important. And by the way, just for the edification of the people uh, on YouTube, um, E-Myth is a book, very famous book, made, uh, written by Michael Gerber about 25 years ago, more or less. And he's got E-Myth 2 and I guess E-Myth 3 now. Uh, and it's a book that demonstrates that most entrepreneurs spend 99.9% .9 of their time working in their business, putting out fires day to day hour by hour, and they don't have enough time to grow the business. It's a great book. I know Michael. I've been up to his offices, um, and um, the, um, I'm glad he's uh, still around and uh, writing another book. Um, but, I mean, essentially he said it all in, in, uh, in uh, the E-Myth, the first book, because there was a great revelation. Why I can never get anything done? Why am I always up to my hips in mud, you know, trying to trying to get things accomplished. Um, a year ago, or more than a year ago, Koja, uh, when, he, when he was in what I call the sex uh, disco business, I mean, you can just imagine people coming in, he's got to keep people that are on drugs out, and, he's at, oh, and he never had time to grow the business. He never had time to look at the, the property end of his business, which is the part of, that he loves so much. So I told him that you've got to do a joint venture, you've got to do this, you've got to get out. There's a famous scene in um, um, Godfather 2 or 3, I can't remember which, where uh, Al Pacino says, they pulled me back in, I tried to get out. And they, well, most of you are pulled back in. Most of you are pulled back in. And so then the, the, the reservation you have is then when you decide that somebody in your key team isn't good enough and you're going to fire them, you say, Christ, now I'm going to get pulled back in really a lot because the guy that I turned over all this stuff to or a lot of this stuff too, hasn't worked out, so do I get rid of them now? And my, my answer to that is always yes, 
Because there's no good time to make a hard decision. There's no good time to make a hard decision. Okay, Ricardo, did I answer your question? Um, what do you do with the other 5% of the time? The other 5% of the time you are uh, leading, you're leading, you're being inspirational, you're exhibiting the leadership qualities that we've talked about, and you're looking for other key people. You're looking for key people. Because you can't grow a business without people. At the end of the day, all this is about people. At the end of the day. And they're going to look to you. They're going to look to you. And um, uh, one of the reasons I was the first million dollar guy, a million dollar, million mile guy, or the second million mile guy on American Airlines back in the uh, early 80s when they came up with these uh, the, the club points, etc., uh, is because I was always on a plane. I used to fly 20, at least 20,000 miles a month. Now I fly 20,000 miles a quarter, or maybe not even that much. Uh, but before I was always on. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, and but before, even though I didn't like the uh, red eyes, I used to live on them because I could get a few hours sleep and get there and not waste the whole day traveling. Now I not now I'm not as efficient with my time because I cherish the time I don't have. Uh, um, I don't have to look at texts or emails, etc. Although now you can do emails on planes. Now I mean so. They pulled me back in! <laughs> but for years, they didn't do that. And now there's a whole study that just came out that says all the time they've been telling you that you having your cell phone when these planes crash is bullshit. They don't make it crash. They just, told, uh, they just told you that. And so now certain airlines uh, are allowing that to happen. Um, but I still don't see that many people uh, utilizing it. Because, you know, you have a few drinks, you want to take a nap, you relax. You just say forget about it. Any other questions? Okay.